for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey everybody, it is episode number 138 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me today is my co-host, Tom. How's it going, Tom? It's going okay. How about <laughs> we've been, you? We, good. We've been dealing with some uh, connectivity on Tom's end, so if, if, if there's any slowdown, uh, he might come in a bit delayed, or or I might come in choppy, too, so... No, no. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what the what final recording says. We had an odd phenomenon where Tom had joined and then I he wasn't coming up and then he rejoined and we had a fake Tom in the call. So that was uh, we had a doppelganger. Just like randomly, I was like, "Oops, something went wrong," and I was like, "What the fuck do you mean? Some Russian spy?" Yeah. So they have their van outside with their little like a little uh little dish turning around like they're just sitting there. Harvesting state, state secrets. Yeah. So today, folks, it yeah, is February February third, twenty twenty three. Uh, today is a is a much um, anticipated one. This is uh, I, I looked up our mm-hmm. old episodes. This is officially the seventh Stout episode. We did, of course, Stout Week way, way, way back in the day. Uh, we've also in in the years since we've done Stout episodes here and there. We did an Edmonton Limited Stouts one. I think we did a couple of Ottawa. Uh, and local craft stout episodes and we did um i think that, that probably the last one we did was a like a, a just a, a random craft episode i know we did like um, um one from beyond the pale we did like a beaver tail one but it's, but it's been a while it's been well close to a year at this point so um nice to do it we love stouts um even though we don't do those episodes all the time we love them they're great beers especially around the uh the colder winter months you know you enter into october november Pretty much through here in Canada, we get our long winters. Pretty much through till like March, April is pretty much the kind of peak seasons for stouts. So uh, it's a great time to 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 get them. And there's a lot of I find a lot of like one off kind of um, limited releases that come out around this time of year too for different kinds of stouts. Some stouts are flagship, some are not. So um, yeah, much anticipated to do this. I'm I'm I've been seeing these in my cupboard and I've been like, yummy. I've been like lip smacking, just. Uh, just looking at them, I'm like, oh man, these these are gonna taste good. I, I have high hopes for them. I do have high hopes, and very uh, big high hopes for these. Yeah, yeah, and and so for folks listening at home, which ones are we doing today? Um, so we got a lineup of three, three from different craft breweries. Uh, the first one is the Brock Street Brewing Company's Milk Chocolate Stout. The second one up is from Snake Lake Brewing Company. That's the Ice Cutter vanilla latte stout and the last one that we're going to be featuring today is the lost craft uh root beer float stout so pretty uh wide mix of flavors there um that last one is kind of piquing my interest uh in particular um but Very much. uh yeah i guess do we want to maybe talk about which one we think is going to be the winner today um i think it's pretty tough competition i think these all sound pretty pretty great mm-hmm. i think what's going to happen is that I think the milk chocolate will win. Yeah. But I have high hopes for the other two. Yeah. I think, uh, 
I I almost wanted to say the root beer float, but I, I kind of think that like second one, the vanilla latte, um, I could see that one being a hit. Um, just kind of I, I kind of like the more coffee kind of stouts. Uh, more than anything, although you know, in the past we've had some good luck with sort of the milk chocolate lactose kind of base stouts. They tend to be very creamy, very smooth, um, sweeter as well too. So we'll we'll see how this one fares as well. Um, so I guess then Mm -hmm. we can have, hell yeah. So I guess we could jump into it then. So Brock Street Brewing Company's milk uh, chocolate stout. Um, this one's a five point five ABV. ABV. So we're kind of going lowest to highest here. Um, this one has a twenty IBU uh, as well. Um, What is Brock Street Brewing Company? We've never actually done an episode on them, but they are located in uh, Whitby, Ontario, uh, founded in 2015 uh, by a group of local professionals uh, who created this brewery. Uh, they have like a, a big banquet hall and an on-site restaurant, and they, I guess this is sort of their main hub there. Um, and they've got a few other beers as well, too. Uh, but this is uh first time on my end as well, I think, having one of their beers. I'm not even really all that familiar with them. Um, but this can is kind of cool, actually. It's got a lot of information on it. Um, it's got like the kind of milk chocolate kind of color to it. But I like that it has the tasting notes. Um, so you can kind of see the flavor profile of the beer. They say full bodied with a creamy mouthfeel and a rich chocolate flavor. Our milk chocolate stout finishes slightly sweet, yet is still light on the palate. And they say this delicious beer was the gold medal winning stout at the Canadian Beer Awards. Oh, pretty fancy. Well done. Yeah. Um, not much really artwork on it though. There's that little like broken off, like six pieces of chocolate there. You can kind of see, um, it's very like angular. I don't know the way they've laid it out. It's very like, um, the geometry of this can is kind of cool. There's just like a bunch of different kind of quadrants to it. Um, I don't even know what, how you kind of call it style wise, but, uh, it looks, it looks cool, but there's not a lot of like some, some of these cans, there's a lot of like detail with like the artwork on it. This one. Um, a little, little bit more plain otherwise. I do like the little chocolate bar kind of pictogram you can kind of see on the side. That looks yeah. kind of cool. There's they not do. much to this can, but like this tasting notes are kind of nice, but everything else, this looks really bland. Yeah, it's just, uh, it doesn't have like, it's even the, even for the tasting notes and stuff, it's the font's pretty small. It looks a little bit plain. I mean, I do like it. You can what miss it is, that but... easily. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really pop out super well uh looking at it, but it's not it's not terrible I'd say, but uh yeah, it's um compared to some of the other ones we've looked at, um I mean honestly all the cans today aren't like the most creative uh you know compared to say the collective arts. It's nothing in that sort of camp. But um yeah, this one it, there's a lot of space and it feels like it could have done more with it, but I think it's fine. I do like that there's tasting notes. Love to see that. Um, I would have liked to see maybe a little bit more information about the hops, ingredients, that sort of stuff. Uh, we do have the ingredients list, but it's pretty, pretty limited. What's your score, John? I think I'm going to go ahead and give this one a, uh, I'm going to give it a seven. I think it's pretty neat. I think it's cool, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. It doesn't really pop out on the shelf either, uh, but it's got enough information there uh, that I like. I'm going 6.5. Like you could have done a little bit more with this, like the little chocolate bar, that picture that you can see on both the front and on the side could have been like used a bit more. I get it. It's just a can, but still. Yeah. Exactly. It looks really plain Jane. Yeah. All right. Uh, sorry, sorry. What was your score? 6.5. 6.5. My dog is, uh, he's 
got a hairball or something. So he's kind of like sniffing at the same time. So well, I, like, I don't know if it comes well, up on the mic, but all I hear, all I hear on my right is just like a loud sniffing. And then I just hear you. So I'm just like battle of uh, battle of the sounds here. So, um, but they still pick up on the mic when I publish the episodes. It always sounds louder on your own end. And then uh, as the audio gets compressed, it, it always sounds, it doesn't, it doesn't pick up, I guess, unless you were really actively listening, you know, there's some guy out there, Gene Hackman style. He's got his ear to the like mic. He's like trying to pick up the sounds. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise not. Um, all right, Tom, you want to crack this can? I'm pretty thirsty. I got to say. I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm thirsty. I could use a oh, drink yeah. right now. ASMR. I hope you're ready because in the count of three, two, one, crack them. Nice little pop there. Ooh. Meh. Oh, smells nice. Yeah. Smells okay. Yeah. Let's see how it pours. Pours very dark. Oh yeah, we're doing the guys. five C's. Yeah, we're gonna do the <laughs> dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge of uh, stats. So what are we there doing? Color. No chocolate. cascading effect. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's the head. My head's pretty big, but it's um, it's. I would say it's actually fairly carbonated on the inside. Let's see looks if like I can try it. Looks again. like a Coca Cola or something. But um, oh, the head is really dark though. It's got like a. Like a really almost like a dark brown kind of head to it. Um, smells great. I can kind of smell a little, a little bit of lactose too. Let's see how it tastes. Ooh. Getting the creaminess, that's for sure. It's actually a bit like lighter. I thought there'd be more chocolate. Yeah, like it's it's not as full bodied. It's actually kind of like light beer almost. But I, it, it kind of reminds me of... Um, like um like guinness where it's like a heavy color you know kind of smell it's a see but it's actually a pretty smooth light drinking taste i kind of no. feel like it's giving me that guinness has more flavor well yeah it does but i'm saying like it's smooth like it's not you, i think a lot of people don't drink guinness think that they're like the most heavy bloating filling beers but actually they're actually quite smooth and kind of light on the tongue yeah. uh, when you're drinking them um, and so the case with this one, I, I do taste the chocolate, but um, and a little bit of the kind of lactose flavor. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not super sweet, not super chocolatey. So if you don't like your stouts too sweet, I, I think that's a plus. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good though. I, I'm not, I'm not. I would say like so far, I'm not blown away by it, but um, I, it's smooth. I would say this has like kind of like a bitter chocolate taste to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's got like um like a bitter almost like I almost want to say like a burnt taste on the top palate. It's like very, um, it's got almost like more of a cocoa flavor. Like I really taste the kind of. I was cocoa. gonna say like a cocoa nib. Yeah, like I taste that a lot in it. Um, I'm not getting like almost like a melted chocolate bar kind of flavor. Yeah. Again, you're not really getting that sweetness. It's a milk chocolate stout, so you're getting that kind of. I, I do like the creaminess of it, like the lactose. That that's well done. I don't get that that much. Yeah, to be honest, I yeah. feel like this is kind of poorly done. Yeah, like we've had know. other milk chocolate stouts that are like candy bars. Yeah, this I'm surprised this one. This one won the gold medal winner at the Canadian Brewing Awards. It also won uh, Who the, the fuck were they playing winner. against. Uh, yeah, I don't know the fucking uh, this year's San Jose Sharks. Like I don't know fucking some joke, uh, joke competition. I don't know. There's probably like they, they someone listening who is like at the competition. They're like, wow, you just roasted our fucking our cans. What did we ever do, huh? Well, you didn't do good enough to beat uh, this milk chocolate stout. So. I'm the consumer. I'm allowed to say this. <laughs> yeah, but this one a silver medal at the Ontario Brewing Awards as well. So, um, yeah. 
The fix is in. You know who won? Was the fucking brown cow big rig. That was a, yeah, that one's a, oh, I haven't had that's, that one in a while. Actually, I, I haven't even noticed that, that one on the shelves recently. I wonder if it's, uh, I don't know, retired for the season. That or? is a chocolate milk stout that I urge people to try. Yeah, that that's is a... pure God serum. This, yeah, on the other hand, tastes like a more lighter, bitter version of that. Doesn't taste as creamy. Doesn't taste as chocolatey. Though it does have like a dark, bitter chocolate, like a cocoa nib taste to yeah. it, which isn't totally bad. But when you see like a can that says milk chocolate stout, you expect it to taste like milk chocolate. Yeah, I agree. It's um, it's 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 a good um. I think it's a good entryway into those kind of stouts, and the flavor is not terrible. Again, it's kind of light. I five five point five isn't too strong as well for a stout, um. So that's that's kind of a nice perk to it. But it's um, yeah, it's 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 creamy enough. But I, I wish there was more flavor there. I wish the coffee flavor, or sorry, rather, I wish the sort of chocolate flavor was a bit more pronounced, a bit stronger. I feel like. The creaminess of the lactose is kind of almost a little bit taking over a bit. And um, I mean, that's not terrible again, but it's just um it's it's got it's got a very sweet finish too, I find. It kind of ends kind of like that creamy sweetness. Um, but I find the flavor balance is a is a bit, bit lacking otherwise. Um yeah. I mean, taste score, what what are you gonna give it then, Tom? What do you what's your what's your take? I don't mean to be I'm giving this six point five, like I expected better. Oh shit! Okay, I'm uh, six point six point five. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna give it. Oh, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna go same thing. Seven. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I like it. I think I like it more than you, but it's it's not even my favorite like milk chocolate stuff that I've had. There's there's certainly better ones. Um, yeah, but um, it, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a terrible. There's a beer few better ones. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, actually, I disagree. I think it's uh, this beer but sucks. It's still drinkable. <laughs> it's our first beer of the day. If this was the last. I don't think it sucks. Been, like, I just. Thought that this could do so much better. Like yeah. I, th I had high hopes for this. I'm like, oh, milk chocolate stuff. This is gonna taste like really good. It's gonna taste sweet, creamy, chocolatey, and it's just gonna be like chocolate milk essentially. Yeah. I was thinking but of yeah, just we talked has, about before the schoolyard chocolate. The way milks. that I would describe this, I would describe this as if you no know, one you used to get like the powdered nest quick, and you didn't stir it enough. That's oh, what yeah. this reminds me of. Yeah, that's right. It's you a get that like chalky thin. taste almost. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good comp. Yeah. yeah I was expecting like, a good, like hearty chocolate milk. Uh, we talked about it before, but like the schoolyard, uh, like the ones you get school, those like cartons of chocolate milk. You know, those hit good. Chocolate milk and a pizza, mm -hmm. nothing better. I did drink it all, so it's oh man, from fucking San Marino's. <laughs> pizza nothing day. beats that combo yeah. ironically the... john i remember one day when we were in grade one together someone left their pizza in the recycling bin and mrs lynette fucking lost her shit on us i don't even remember that but i'm sure that like, sounds like straight up was like she was like who left their pizza in the recycling bin She's like it smelled like nail polish this morning <laughs> like it was like a pungent odor that was left there over the weekend. I wonder what she's up to, Mrs. Lynette. I wonder if she's still alive. Bro, she's probably 
fucking dead. No offense. No offense. Her family's listening. They're like, wow, we've already like uh, alienated our audience. The Lynette family and fucking the competition of the Broad Street. <laughs> yeah, Man. rest in peace. If, uh, yeah, maybe she's alive. I don't know. I think about all the time all the teachers of our youth Bro. are like probably like a lot of them might be dead. Like I'm like, oh. No, like Mrs. Lynette was already old yeah. from when we were like five remember that john yeah i know that's the thing it was literally like no she retired 25 years ago yeah she retired it would have been no, she retired i think when we left grade five when we yeah. left grade five she retired that sounds about correct i know she did and retire. i kind of wish i got to say hi to her once yeah i was she thinking was miserable i wonder how you know some of those teachers i remember we had a substitute teacher i think it was in my I don't remember. Maybe it was in grade five or what class it was. Maybe it was grade four. And I remember he was a very old guy. He was like, I just remember he was sub substitute teaching our class. And he was saying, like, kids, like, this is like my last. I think he was actually his last day. He's like, this is my last day before I retired. He was super old. He was like probably pushing 60. And I'm like, I think about that. I'm like, that guy's got to be fucking dead now. Like, he's like, he would be like almost 90 now. Like, he was old back then. Like, he was a fucking teacher hey. from like the like the 1960s 1950s like he was he was old school there was like some teachers that when we were in school they're like oh i remember your parents yeah and I'm there like, was what? a few like that yeah it's so that's so random small world i guess like how how do you mm -hmm. remember them yeah i don't know yeah i guess if you like grew up in the same neighborhood like, uh, like that, when I think of my students that I've taught, like I, I teach part-time Algonquin, I, I think of the students I've taught, like, I can't really name them like very well, but if I saw them, I would probably recognize some of them just from, I find a lot of my old classes kind of blend together. I can kind of remember each semester sort of, but it, it would be tough. I, I, there's some people that stand out, you know, just like with anything, but, um, I probably would, if I saw a name on a sheet of paper, I probably wouldn't even notice, but if I saw their face and. You know, I, I would probably, I would maybe recognize them, but yeah, I've always been impressed by like teachers who are like, oh, I taught you like 30 years. It's like, how do you remember that? That's like, especially when they're kids and they grow up, it's like, how do you recognize someone, you know, <laughs> decades later, they're all, you know, an adult now. Like that's, that's really impressive. It's wild. Yeah. I guess um, we could probably get to the recommendation of this beer. Um, yeah, I think it's a good entry beer. It's fine. It's nothing too spectacular, but um, um, I don't know if I'll go out of my way to recommend this at all to anybody. I'll be nice. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, there you go. That's a spirit. I'm gonna. If I'm, I'm so boring. I'm gonna give it a seven again. I'm giving it all fucking sevens. Uh, this one, but I just think this Jackpot. is like a, this is like a seventy four percent beer, like out of out of a hundred. Like it's like it's getting like a B. It's, it's like a B beer to me. Um, I'm going to say probably no modifier on your end. Is that a safe bet? Yeah, I'm not going to give it the modifier. Yeah, I think I'm with you I'm there. I'm good. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing too noteworthy there, I think. I, th I think uh, we were pretty much like, we were pretty fair on it, I think, all, all things considered. Um, but uh, let's take a look at the social media scores for this beer. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this one's got scores both for Untapped and for Beer Advocate. So on Untapped, it has a uh, 3.67. And on Beer Advocate, okay. um, not enough scores to give an average score, um, but it, for what, what's been submitted, it has a 3.68. Uh, 
Um, so, you know, not spectacular for a stout. I, I think we're actually not too far off. Um, um, we're not too far off. yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty close there. I'd say, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, we're, we're, we're aligned. It doesn't seem to be a stout that people really love, but it doesn't seem to have any real polarized hate against it. It's just, um, it's a bit plain. And I find like, you know, for this type of, type of year, especially here in Ontario, there's like a bunch of stouts all out at once. And like, they tend to be all kind of one-off releases. So I, I know my local, my local liquor store, they have like a little corner shelf of a, an aisle and they have like, like seven or eight different flavors all kind of there. And so you're kind of competing for, you know, an audience. And I, I see this one, I see other ones. And um, I don't know, I, I feel I feel like if I pick this one over the others, I might be a little bit disappointed. I don't know. I, I think it's, you know, the stakes are high. <laughs> you're competing actually with a lot of other breweries doing their own thing. And, and some of them are more successful than others. And some of them go, you know, with these stouts, they always go in different directions. There's like a lactose one, a oatmeal stout or, um, you know, imperial stouts different flavors gimmicks stuff like that so you know everyone's picking their own lane um and i think this one clearly going for the sort of lactose milk chocolate flavor um so for some people that might be a hit but i, I think this one is just not not our favorite though and didn't do enough no oh well let's, moving well, let's on. Move on yeah fuck yeah <laughs> i kind of want to try something better yeah, we're like, I'm thinking of the meme where it's just like, uh, hello, hey, beautiful. And it's like, uh, you know, get away from me. Or no, it's like, hey, hey, or no, it's like, it's like the human resources one where it's like the hot guy. He's like, looking good, Susan. She's like, thanks. Yeah. And then the guy's like, looking good, Susan, the ugly, gross guy. And she's like, hello, yeah. human resources. That's me with these two beers. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first one. I'm like, eh, oh, no, not my thing. And I'm, I see this one. I'm like, oh, oh, here it comes. Um, this one's cool. We've done Snake Lake before, right? We did an episode. I think was it was it a yep. a logger? I think it might have been the cheap craft logger. We episode. did. No, I remember once. No, the cheap craft logger was from Hawktail, I believe. Oh, and then we did one with Snake Great Lake that we did. It, I believe it was, was like a margarita cerveza. Oh, that might be. It was you're something right there. Man, your memory's lines. fucking impeccable. You're like, oh, that was. Uh, oh, push his glasses up nose. That was uh, episode number seventy. That <laughs> we need fans that do that though. We need like. Oh, uh, I don't know the number, but I remember we did it because it was a cool can, and I thought the logo. Right. I went to the brewery. That was a, that was a good episode too. We loved all those like bloggers. We were just like, hmm. been chasing the dragon ever since. No. The Snake Lake one. This I have a I have very mixed opinions about Snake Lake. It's either hit or miss. Oh, you just mean the brewery? In I general? do. Yeah, like beers that they put out. It's either hit or miss. Like there's a lot of beer that like isn't so good, but there's beer that they do. You're like, what? Like they make this? Yeah. But this, this... one is the Ice Cutter Vanilla Latte Stout. Hmm. It says strong beer, so you know it's good. And it's 5.9% ABV. I do like the logo that they put on here. Even though the yeah. background over the logo, I don't know if it seems really fitting to a point, but it's supposed to be like, I guess you can kind of see like the wagon. I can't yeah. even tell what that is. Well, the, the main logo, mm -hmm. it, it, what's cool is they have like a, well, the, the, I like the brewery logo actually because it's 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 plain, but I like how that for the K and for the R, they have like this little like hanging 
um, like um, just it's hard to describe. If you know, like serif font, they have little like flourishes. There, there's like a little bit of a dip with them, and I guess it's supposed to replicate a, like a, a river or something. It kind of has like a little bit of like a. What's the matter? Like a snake, but the logo itself is in the shape of Alberto. Ironically, yeah, the, yeah. So the artwork on this, it's got a snake. Uh, crisscrossing and it's got like a barley it looks like a wheat tail and yeah it's in the shape of the, the province of Alberta, which is pretty cool um the snake's cool I, I is the snake supposed to represent a specific kind of lake or is it or a river or is it just yes like there is snake lake which is by well because snake lake brewing is out of sylvan lake yeah so there say, is yeah. the snake lake that's just i believe it's like northeast or northwest of it it could yeah. be in that. It's around it's, there. I'm trying to remember, is Sylvan Lake close to uh, like Red Deer, Calgary? Yes. That, yeah. Okay. It's closer to. It's like right beside Red Deer. Red Deer. Yeah. I'm trying. I remember when we were heading north. I just remember seeing the signs and and uh, I couldn't. It's a nice place. place. It's beautiful, Sylvan Lake. Like I remember the first time I ever went to Sylvan Lake. I remember being like, because I lived in Lac La Beche. I was like, oh my god, is this going to be like another like bullshit fucking lake town <laughs> in my head? <laughs> and I was like, not to say like Lock Fish, like Lock, like the lake there is not bad. I go fishing. I used to go fishing on there all the time. But I was like, I remember I was with a girl going to Stampede, and she was like, "Oh, we got to." I'm from here, and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Sure." And I remember going there, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I asked her like, "Why would you leave here to go to Lock Labish? This place is actually nice." <laughs> that's that's the thing with the prairies. I find like a lot of the lakes are like. I see pictures of them. I'm like, that's oh, kind of kind of plain looking, kind of boring. I don't know. the The one benefit of you know the Ontario is we get beautiful scenic lakes, and um, but I, I've never been. Obviously, Sylvan Lake never been, but yeah, it's cool that it's such a nice. Uh, it is. Uh, a nice do they area. have? I guess is it like a lot of like lake towns where they do like certain kind of sports during the year, like ice fishing, I guess, or or kind of like other. Well, no, of you want to go there in like the summertime. Yeah, because it's nice. I uh, couldn't believe it. I thought like fucking there's like girls walking around in fucking bikinis. I was like, this is paradise. Why would why would any guy want to not live here? <laughs> Tom's like, I got my rental property lined up. I'm living here. Man, I almost fucking definitely considered there or Rocky Mountain House. Nice. Ironically, but on this can it says, if you wanted to enjoy a cold beverage in the heat of summer before power came to Sylvan Lake in 1932. Chances are you'd have to have been a patron of Bill and Flo Brown's ice-cutting business. Using a buzz saw and small horsepower motor, the Browns cut blocks of ice from the lake and delivered them door-to-door -door their, from their three-and-a-quarter-ton truck. So that's, that's cool. what's actually on the lug. It's actually them cutting ice in the lake. That makes more sense now because I thought yeah. I'm like, is this supposed to be like, and you're trying to grow wheat in the prairie, but nope, this is on the lake. Actually, it's kind of funny because I do re resemble like the rocking against the outer rim of the lake. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to do. Oh, you can yeah, the see, picture. Like, you see the ice cutter in the, on the lake. It's got like the tractor. So that makes ice. more sense now. Yeah. I mean, look I at think that. We of... just had to read John. Yeah. Yeah. We just <laughs> we had to actually pay attention to what we're doing. You know, folks, yeah, we're all, we're rookies. We don't do this very often. This is like one of our first episodes. If you're listening, I don't read. <laughs> Ignore the number in the episode title. Just don't look at your phone. Don't look, put it away. Put it back in your pocket. Um, but but you know the the phenomenon of ice cutting is so cool. I mean, it's something that we don't know about anymore. But like you know, back in the day before electricity, you know, early refrigeration was you know cut out in the wintertime a big block of ice and and store it. Um, it's something that uh, you know we actually had the luxury of living in Canada in the north is that during the winter it does freeze so you can kind of store ice and 
you know, keep things uh, otherwise in other Store kind of, canned in other goods. cultures and other in other regions of the world, they have to come up with very creative ways for like refrigeration. I love those like in like ancient Egypt or or whatever where they de- they develop like places that like based on just like engineering, understanding like airflow, like you can create environments that are like very cold and almost like sub-zero temperatures i have no idea it's crazy how they came up with this shit before like wikipedia uh, <laughs> like, i don't know i just think about it all the time I'm like that's crazy <laughs> that was your life though john you had to figure out how to keep something cold you didn't have anything else to do yeah yeah it's true yeah you didn't have to go to fucking work you know you didn't, you didn't have to pay rent that was your like, work that yeah, yeah, was like... your job was figure this out <laughs> My job is how the fuck are we going to do this for the rest of my life? And I feel like if you put any of us man to man to that task, I feel like we all could kind of come up with uh, you know, some kind of crazy idea. So who knows? You figure something out, maybe. Yeah. It may not be viable, but it'd work. Yeah. You imagine you, you put your whole life's effort into it. It's like commute them to the village. You're like, it's going to work. And then it doesn't work. You're just like a pariah. You're sent out to sea on a raft <laughs> tied up or something. It's just your punishment. Like, ah, oh, damn, thought it was going to work. <laughs> All right, so uh, this can. Has evolved. This can's really cool, though. I, I love the, it's got that little history that we just talked about. It's got the IBU, uh, the uh, SG, the SRM 50, pretty dark. Um, the artwork, I think, is really cool on it. I mean, it's very minimal, but I, I just love the style of it. I love how it's the shape of the province, the snake kind of cutting through. Uh, something that would look really cool in merch or something, like a shirt. Like, I, I think it's really nice. I have a blanket from Snake Lake Brewing. Oh, somewhere that I got. It's actually on my couch. Oh, <laughs> like his point. Like it's it's right there. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's over. I, it's, actually, it fell off my couch. But yeah, I did get a. I think I got that for free, maybe. Sick. But anyhow, this can does look nice. I think it's okay. I still think there could have been a bit more. I wish they had the background image more prominently shown in the logo, a little bit smaller. Yeah. But it still works out. But I want to give it as a seven point five. Yeah, that's maybe. Fair. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I'll, I'll piggyback off. You have a seven point five too. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I wish it was a little bit more. It's got something. Yeah, I love the art that, that's there. I love the art, but everything else is kind of plain. Um, I like the outlay can... of it too. At least they yeah. put something. Then they put like the little whatever. To make sure I, you know what it is. I like the presentation more overall than the last can. The other can, last can, it felt just a little bit too kind of cheap and kind of slapdash. This one, um, the way it's all spaced out, just looks more presentable. It it, it show it pops a little bit. More. I agree. It's yeah, way more presentable. That's a good word to use. Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we crack this one? I guess it's my turn then. Oh yeah, John. ASMR snake snake going snake mode. I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a sneaky snake. On the count of three, two, one, crack them. Oh, good pop. Decent. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Smell, smell that it. fucking beer, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. That smells uh, great. Uh, let's see this. It smells it has like a weird like color a to fr- it. It smells like a French vanilla. Oh, you color wise? Uh, I think like, it looks look at it dark. Poor. Yeah, it's, it's dark, but as I could see the stream coming out of my can, I said that looks a little off. It's not as bubbly as the last beer. I'd say the head is more kind of like a lighter, less like a dark, dark brown. Um, Let's see if it has any cascading effect. I would say very kind of minor. It's it's actually like it looks like a like a no. proper like British beer or something. Like it's 
very the carbonation level it's got a nice big thick head but it's not very bubbly underneath hmm let's see how it tastes oh okay oh oh yeah, i can taste the vanilla that's for sure it smells a lot like a French vanilla, like a Timmy's French vanilla. Like when I popped the can. Well, it's a vanilla latte. Yeah, but I took that sniff and I was like, hmm, I could just smell it. Hmm. Um, this does taste more of a French vanilla, though. I would say um, another beer, another stout that the, the mouth feels very smooth, very light. Um, not, mm -hmm. not quite heavy. There's barely almost like, I don't even get a whole lot of, lot of flavor on that initial sip. It's like kind of like back end, mm -hmm. I get it. I, I taste the sweetness. It's very sweet. And I taste the vanilla bean, but it's like when I'm initially sipping it, I'm not really getting a lot of flavor. A little bit of co a little bit of chocolate, getting of course some co coffee flavor as well too. Um, Get the coffee at least somewhat. Yeah, um, it's it's not as creamy. Obviously, it's not like a, it doesn't have like the lactose sugar in it or anything like that. But um, yeah, not bad. Well, it's, it's funny like, because the other. Like the Brock Street one had lactose and sugar, and this tastes like just as sweet. Yeah. Um, I, this one also won awards. It won at the Alberta Beer Awards, won silver. Don't know what year though, but. Oh, this does have lactose. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. Like it has, it, it, it's, in some ways, it reminds me a lot of the last beer. Um, but I think the flavor is. This a tastes like bit a better, better version of Yeah. The, the flavor the is beer. more consistent. And I like the vanilla kind of latte. I like the vanilla flavor in it. Mm. It has definitely like a coffee taste to it. I, I think the coffee flavor in this is, is quite good, actually. Um, very smooth. Um, actually, not too heavy either. John, I had a beer earlier. I bought a four pack from the Town Square Brewery, and it's a coffee lager. And I think you'd actually really like it because I really enjoy it. Yeah, well, we had a we had it's, that side launch one that was good. That was a coffee lager, and that was a. It. I think that this is comparable to it because yeah. it's like black coffee, but like with a hint of sugar. Like and if you add one cube, that's yeah. how I take my coffee. And it just like goes down easy. It's so nice, and that it tastes exactly like it. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be pretty good. But um, anyhow, back to the Snake Lake. Yeah, I, I'm actually warming up to it. I think it's pretty good. I'm not like, it's not super sugary. It's not like, a, you know, we've had some like kind of like cappuccino stouts that are like a little bit more like a kind of like sweeter, milkier. This one, it, mm -hmm. it has a little bit of lactose sugar, but it's uh, it has more of like a, I find the mouthfeel, the front is very thin, but like I feel like the aftertaste is quite good. It's giving that kind of coffee flavor. Um, smells great too. It has that kind of vanilla chocolate kind of smell to it. Um so the odor is, 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 is very, is very pleasant. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Good, good beer. I gotta say, I like it more than the last one. That's for sure. And is this my favorite set of all Definitely. time? Probably not, but I, I think it's a marked improvement uh, over what we had previously. Definitely. I also think back to, um, Oh, there's the mill street. The, uh, they have the vanilla bean Porter. Yeah. And that's probably one of my favorites. Because mm -hmm. I think that's like super good. Like the cream, the sweetness, the vanilla all really goes well. Yeah. This is just like a more of like an adult version, you could say of it. It's not <laughs> as sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like stripped down a little bit. Yeah. But um for taste score, I'm giving this a seven. Cool. I feel like there could have been a little bit more cream to it. 
the contents there though at least it's 5.9 percent abv yeah i'm I'm gonna go uh, eight actually i think it's quite good i'm warming up to it quite a bit um it's not the best like vanilla coffee flavored True. stout i've had but I, I think it's really crushable really smooth um great smell great aftertaste um, I just kind of wish the the mouthfeel was a bit be better. It's a bit too. Uh, it's not super heavy. I mean, it's a five point nine, but I don't find it particularly strong. Um, but it's it's good that I'm and I'm enjoying it enough for what it is. Uh, yeah, decent beer. Um, recommendation for this one? I think it's um okay. It's recommended. I could recommend it, but I'd be like, meh. People like their coffee. I'm gonna beer, give it so. a seven. I'm giving it a yeah. seven for recommendation. I'm gonna go. I'll go seven and a half. Gonna go a little bit, a little bit higher on this one. Pretty good. A little higher. Yeah, decent, uh, decent bevy. All things considered, decent bev. DB, 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 DB. Oh, defensive back. But I think DB. Uh, Too much football. Too much. One more week, Sean. Speaking about football, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. What a loss. Former football player. Former BC was... Lion. Former fucking FanDuel advertisement. Did he do FanDuel ads? I didn't even realize. Yeah, he did it with fucking Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that's going to be the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's actually that was coming his... out. Yeah, That's like literally the last thing he did production-wise. You know, that's great. I'm glad that one of our greatest actors, the last thing he did was a fucking FanDuel commercial with Gronkowski that you'll be able to catch on Super Bowl Sunday next week. It's... I don't kick, I catch. <laughs> Come with me. And this time... You won't miss. <laughs> but, I mean, Carl Weathers is the man. I, I love the Rocky movies. Uh, Apollo Creed, legendary. Yeah. Um, Chubbs. Chubbs. I, yeah, another great performance. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's because you're black. Hell no. Alligator that bit my hand off. Took me down in my prom. And he's, like, jabbing him with the one hand. <laughs> I fucking love that. He's so good in that movie. Um, and Predator 2. One of the greatest, like, little gifts of all time is, uh, or gifs, if you yeah. call that, is him and Arnold, like, Dylan, son you of son a of bitch. a bitch. And they grab their hands, they clap hands, and you just see their muscles like clenched, sweat popping off. Such a fucking, I laugh every time I see that. It's so good. Uh, great movie. John McTiernan did uh, Predator and Die Hard, two banger movies. You do those two movies, you get to go to Valhalla, I feel like. If you do movies like that, you know, that quality, you know, you're definitely locked in I for I strongly life. agree. Oh yeah, but great guy and a great cameo, like Unrested Developments. You know, got yourself a stew going. <laughs> uh, you got yourself a stew going. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So rest in peace. Uh, any, I guess, any modifier for this beer though? Um, I want to, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's a fairly fine beer, but I, yeah, I'm not like that, like gung ho for it. I, I think, uh, it, it, is it a better beer than the last one? I, I'd say absolutely. Um, so does that mean it justifies a higher score? I'd still say, yeah, of course. I'd say certainly it's a better beer. Um, but does it is it is it that much stronger that I really want to like spotlight it and you know think it really deserves a boost? Uh, no, not not so much for me. I think we kind of gave it a pretty appropriate score. But um, yeah, not not terrible by any means. Um, yeah, could be worse. Could yeah, be could worse. be worse. Um, could be Brock Street. What? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys smoke Brook Street. Don't worry, you know Brook Street. Uh, they're shaking in their boots, shaking um, that... in their booties. 
I guess we got to look though at uh, social media scores. So yeah. does this one fit in? Um, Which Ice are the Tyler, UTIs and the UVCs? Untapped. This one's pretty positive. It's a four on Untapped, on the nose. And Wait, say on, that again. This one has a four on on Untapped. It broke the four. Hmm. This one's a four. People like their coffee stouts. They like their vanilla vanilla latte stouts. They're kind of latte based stouts. Yeah, they love it. And on Beer Advocate, again, not enough scores for an average, but it has a 3.87, which is actually, I believe, the okay. highest of the three. So um, the spear is well, oh, well regarded. I, I think we're coming in a little bit low, but, I, I, you know, we, we like it still. We, were, we weren't bat, we were negative on it by any means. We, we thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, decent beer. Decent. Now we're moving on to, like, this fucking um, Pops, Cab, Pops Diner-ass beer. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> not <laughs> even. All, this looks like something you get at a fucking convenience store. This can looks kind of bad, but I mean, this is a fucking root beer floats down. That's pretty cool. Um, praying, praying, serenity now, Lost Craft. <laughs> this one is uh, this is the strongest of the beers. It's six percent. They describe it as a flavored strong beer, so I don't know if that means it's going to be sweeter. I don't but... know. We've had they put they have to put the word flavored. Yeah, the, they they do have a description on it. They say, um, our root beer float stout blends the charm of a classic root beer float with hints of vanilla and the richness of a smooth stout. Indulge in the bold flavors of, sorry, indulge in the bold flavor of nostalgia in every sip. Pretty cool. Uh, we, we haven't done Lost Craft. They're a Toronto-based craft beer company. Uh, they do um, a lot of, Beers. I, I don't really know. I think they have a location in downtown Toronto, but uh, there you can get a lot of their stuff at like beer store, LCBO. Um, no, I mean, you know, chime my glass. I just like gave it a little ring, so the mic probably picked up a huge noise. So um, if you're little, if you just, ring -a -ding -ding. If you just freaked out at home, it's because this clinked the glass. So don't worry. Um, <laughs> oh god, that freaks me out in songs when I'm driving. Oh really? I'm always like, yeah, like I was listening to Iggy Pop's "Lust for Life." And the way that the hi-hat kicks in, it's just found sounds like my cutoff for my air compressor in my truck. Oh. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at my air pressure on the gauge. I'm like, where am I at? Yeah, you're just freaking out temporarily. Like, oh, never mind. Just and I was like, oh, it's just the hi-hat. Great song, by the way. I, oh. I recently, because I recently watched, um, sorry, train spotting and i love the intro to the song and i could never find it i'm like what song is this and then i realized on tiktok it was like a it was like a little series about how iggy pop wrote that song and then i'm like that's the fucking intro to fucking train spotting and i've been like <laughs> i was like man you know how long it took me to find this that's the best when you're like searching for an answer for so long like that and then it just like happens to fall into your lap or whatever Especially when it went around when it's around music, you just hear something and you're like, you're like I know, I know, I know where this is from. I feel like I know. And then I know. You know I love that. It all comes well. together. It's like one of my favorites. Speaking about uh, TikTok, a bunch of their music's got a bunch of their music got removed. There was like a big uh, yeah, there's a like big a universal all their music. I, I just laughed because there's this like a guy I, I occasionally see videos of. He does like comparisons to like samples and stuff and he goes like audience can't see me at home but he, he points to like the album on the screen he like, nods and then he like points to the other one 
and he's just like <laughs> i think it's ironic but he, i think he was doing it ironically but he made like a video where he's like crying because like his career's ruined he can't make like, videos anymore he's just like so now he's doing like what's better chick-fil-a or uh you know, Popeyes. at his face he's just like he's just like exas exasperated he's just like he's just like what's better this or this and all the comments are just like sorry man i heard about the news he's just like yeah it's tough out here uh so that's his that's his life now he can't do music videos anymore he has to do uh you know like certain music yeah certain music yeah there's still music on there it's just uh any label under any artist under universal is like pulled so i think like olivia rodrigo is one of them and i don't know oh well famous ones she had one album christ well she had two i think she a new one just came out i think i haven't heard it but that's where that, that new single's from I, I know this because I'm uh, I'm terminally online. I know all this shit. You know, useless knowledge I, I, comes to me. I'm not saying it's useless. I'm just saying in reality, it's well. I'm, I'm saying it actually is useless. There's no use. There's no use for knowing it. <laughs> Trying to be polite, John. Trying to be polite. <laughs> Give me that. I'm trying to be polite. Uh, I guess we could talk about the can. Uh, the can's kind of boring, but I actually do kind of like the color of it. Like the kind of like colors are okay. Yeah, it's, it's I cool. guess the logo is least more. They had what you read on every on the back, based in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about this can. It looks like Cottage Springs, but worse. It's weird that the kind of different colors, like they're not like parallel it's just kind of like it's like rising it's a float yeah it's a i oh. guess is that oh. what floats look like I, I haven't had a float in a while but do they look man. like i don't recall them looking like man that. go to a and w you can get a float there i love i love floats you know you can just make them at yeah, home you know, just w root beer. And... someone posted a picture of a fucking elf bar vaporite like like disposable vape and it was like a mugs root beer disposal. <laughs> First I comment. saw that, yeah. And it's like real men drink barks. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> I was like, you fucking know it. Don't show that to the mug fans, you know, the dog pound. Woof, woof, woof. They'll get yeah, mad at you. No. I was but, a uh, very, very heavy barks. You know, floats person. were really big in the 1950s. They're kind of in their flop era. Kids don't care about floats anymore, I feel like. They're, it's I, kind of like I don't think it's advertised enough. Yeah, they don't. There's no place that's like, get a float. People don't think to do it. AW. That's literally the only place you can get a root beer float. I love floats. So like I if a place was like so dollar good. dollar combo meal, like get a float, like I'd I'd get a float. Why not? You know? It's a scoop cream. of ice cream and a root oh, yeah. beer. It tastes delicious. He's great. Um, can wise, yeah, I think this can is kind of boring. Uh, I don't really have much to say about it. I like the description on it. I like the little story. I like the way that's presented. The, the font's cool. I like it, but it's just not a lot going on. It's kind of boring. It doesn't even pop on the label-wise. Like, when I saw this on the shelf, and nothing really about it really, really popped out to me, other than the fact that it's a root beer float stout. I saw that, and I was like, whoa, cool. But, I'm glad uh, they put that very predominant, at least. But uh, Yeah, yeah, because otherwise I would have been like, fuck this beer. I'm not buying it. Like <laughs> That would have been like... Boring. I could easily mistake this for like an amber ale. Yeah, exactly. It just looks like a generic kind of craft, like flagship beer. Nothing, nothing special about it. I'm gonna give this one a six and a half. I think it's very plain. Um, I want to give this a six and a half as well. Be nice. Yeah, I guess it's like it's trying to recreate kind of like a float color, but it's not really. Like it doesn't really have the. Uh, I don't know. Floats don't really look like all that bad. Like it has the kind of like foamy ice cream top, and I guess like. The bottom's like the root beer and the top is like the blend, but like it doesn't really look like that red. Um, so I don't know. 
Like I don't know why the color is like that. It's, I guess I guess it kind of pairs well. It matches well, but uh, yeah, kind of boring otherwise. Nonetheless, time to consume the beverage. Thomas, why don't you uh, be the, the one to do the honors? Oh, Jonathan, ASMR, are you ready? And when I was like, what would be the the long term for ASMR besides the actual? Acronym. Well, what's the actual term for it's like audio um or oral um sound symphonic symphonic music r word <laughs> relaxation relaxation yeah probably relaxation yeah audio sound oh, yeah. music relaxation i want to say asmr stuffer Beer cracks to low, low beer cracks to study to. Yeah, it's a study. Anyhow, I hope you're ready because in the count of three, two, one, crack them. Good pop. Okay, let's see how this smells. Oh, 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 oh. That like fucking root beer. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm back in the ring to take another swing. Oh, there we go. Or is nice. It actually looks like a pop too. I had a. I thought I had it's very, very minimal cascade effect. Yeah, this is very bubbly. This looks like a. This looks like a root beer. Oh my god! It smells I, like a root beer stout. Like our float. I like think it has this that. more is going to taste like sarsaparilla. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it kind of has that. Because that's like what root beer is based beer. on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, let's pray. Jesus, take the wheel. Whoa, that is what it tastes like, man. This is like a fucking cronk shit. Oh. Yeah, it's like a hard root beer. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's like it's, that's it's strong. It's whoa. like I got it's. This is what my fucking great whoa. great 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 grandfather drank. Jesus. This fuck. is what they drank when they were doing the fucking um, log drivers waltz or whatever. They were just crushing us. <laughs> 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 this is what they were drinking buddy they were drinking this and fucking sniffing something yeah i i man i thought this was gonna be like taste just like an ice cream fucking float this tastes like a fucking sass this tastes like cronk this yeah, does like yeah original recipe cronk not 2.0 it's got like a bit of like a root beer base to it it's very rooty. I'll yeah, put it like that it, way. Like the, the 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 base flavor is like an old like it tastes like a root beer with like half the flavor chopped out. And then the other half is just like sarsaparilla kind of lactose. Like it, it's a weird kind of um I thought it was gonna be more I thought it was gonna taste like a fucking pop. Like I thought that's what it was gonna taste like. And it's uh, uh yeah, it tastes like an old, like a strong traditional root beer. Like this is like what our fucking ancestors drank. Building the great city of Bytown. This is how old Strathcona was made. Yeah. This is they drank this shit and they got like rowdy as fuck. They were just like, let's go. One of them said, let's stay, but you're right. <laughs> One of them said, let's stay. The other one said, let's go. As I drink it more, it's toned down. Yeah. It's but not initially. It's, it's holy fuck. The first that sip was like. Was intense. like yeah. I was fucking straight to the grill. Yeah, it's uh pretty uh pretty strong, yeah. Um, but um 
it's not again not bad but it's just uh it's not horrible but it's, not horrible. it's, an it's a acquired taste yeah it's an acquired taste i didn't dislike the cronk i was like it was very like shocking but it was like interesting like it's interesting artifact to drink it because you can kind of see why someone would like it i had to put myself in the pioneer mindset like i'm i'm my great 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 grandfather it's like 1830 I just worked a hard labor laborious day in Buckingham, Quebec, and I'm like, I'm gonna go home, go to the local tavern and have this root-based alcoholic beverage. And I could see myself in that scenario, that being a delicious reprieve from my otherwise horrid existence. In this I'm case, the modern marvels a, of science and nutrition, it's it's not as good, but I have a crazy thought here. What is it? That's before. Oh, Jesus. These are expired. I have, when I was trying to do, try to find an alternative to chewing tobacco, I found these things called grinds that were just coffee, ground, ground coffee in pouches that you could chew on instead of chewing tobacco. Oh. And it kind of gave you like a caffeine buzz. You can. It's super cheap, John. You can order it online. It'll ship to your oh. door. Yeah, I love but I wonder if I put a little. I have a vanilla flavor one. Oh yeah, they're like little like pouches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's they a just root beer flavor coffee. too. Yeah. Yeah, so you can pack one of these. I did it on the road to stay awake. So it's not nicotine based. It's just coffee. Nope, it's just coffee. It's just caffeine. It's caffeine, yeah. Huh. But I wonder if you tossed one of these inside the root beer, if it gave it a little oh, man, bit these, more. I, I, these would be dangerous. I would just have these constantly at my like desk. Be oh, why not, John? You don't have to spit it. It's coffee. Oh, I could just swallow it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's no tobacco. There's no nicotine. I would pack this. I'd be at like you know sport game. Just have this pack. Like looking like Brando. Yeah, I'll see what it tastes like. Yeah. Apparently, it was featured on Shark Tank. Fun fact. It was. Yeah. You can order like it's super cheap. This stuff yeah. too, John. Like it's, I think it's like five bucks. Not even five bucks a ten. Yeah. Wow. I could see the appeal because if, you, if you're an athlete or something, you know, caffeine is like a what like a neurotropic or whatever it like helps you performance wise very slightly cognitively physically etc are you trying it right now with it yeah oh. do you have the root beer flavor or is it just the regular kind of coffee nope. uh... vanilla flavor oh vanilla oh. i thought the vanilla i just saw these on my desk and i was like huh. oh yeah <laughs> you're like i have these <laughs> I was like, this didn't last long. Well, because it was like, order five for 20 bucks. I was like, okay, I'll pick five different ones. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I had a caramel one that was really good. Mm. I've warmed up a little bit to this beverage. I'd say it's very, I have warmed up. It's crushable. Yeah, I'm like, it's it's got like a hardiness. I, the other beers were missing this shit. They were all—they were so thin and watery. This one's got some shitspa. It's got some quality to it. Say that it's again. Got, Say that again, John. It's got some chutzpah. Understandable. It's got like a, I don't know. Puts hair in your chest. It's got some weight to it. I like sipping this. It's like very nice. Um, not too sugary. Like it's again. I was expecting like a vanilla ice cream. Like basically a substitute soda beverage. This is like. 
more traditional heart, like with like with a bit of a vanilla base. So it's very smooth. Um, it kind of cuts the kind of harshness of it. Like it's not too sarsaparilla. It's not too sarsaparilla. At the end, it tastes way better. Yeah, like the aftertaste, it has like the kind of like fade into. Initially, the kind of this was like, whoa, this is wow. This is a I really too much. Yeah, you taste the root beer kind of flavor strongly on the first sip, and then it kind of like it gets more like it has like a nice it finish to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, taste score. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it an eight. I think it's good. I think it's not bad. I th it's really unique, really interesting drink. I was expecting something really like different, and I appreciate the fact that it's so um, kind of its own thing. I, I really like the flavor of it. Um, I want to go 7.5. I thought this, it was initially, it only because initially it was like a little too much, but then I was like, okay, this actually doesn't taste bad. Yeah. It's really blends in a way. Yeah. Like the, the flavor is very like mixed. The first sip, you're getting that sarsaparilla, the root beer, the vanilla. It's very like, I find the, the, the first sip very hectic flavor wise. It's very like, I can't really discern it very well. And then it kind of just gets smooth. It kind of finishes nice. Um, the aftertaste is great. It kind of has this like lingering kind of root uh, taste. Um, but yeah, uh, recommendation. I mean, this is a weird beer. I feel like there's there's some ways where I recommend it because it's so kind of kind of unique and campy. It's yeah, like, really, like, it's I a novelty beer, to... right? I don't know how to recommend this. Yeah, it's like a novelty. It's like something that you, it's like that orange creamsicle one. It's like, you know, I'd recommend it, but it's like, do you want to have like a six pack of this at home? Are you going to drink this in volume? You know, probably not. Probably like a one off at home or or something like that. You're at the bar. You're like, oh, I'll try it on draft or something. It, it's not one you come back to really. Nope. So um, yeah, um, I'm gonna go six and a half. I'll go it's, seven. Yeah, it's good, but I'm like at the same time, it's just like. It's not the greatest beverage. It's, um, but you know what? I'm actually going to give it a modifier because I think this was like very unique, strange beverage. Definitely one of the more unique flavors that we've had on the show recently. Um, so I think it deserves well, some credit there, but it's and it, a little bit of a score boost too, but it's, yeah, otherwise it's kind of, it's a little bit lacking. How about you, Tom? Any mod? No mod. Not no for mod. me. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to see, though, where um, this one falls um, score-wise in terms of uh, where it landed in terms of our social media audience. So looking at scores on Untapped, it has a 3.42. And on Beer Advocate, has a 3.41. So... Pretty. This is the lowest of the three beers on social media wise. For a stout, that's pretty low too. Yeah, kind of surprised. I thought even then this would be a little bit better. Yeah, it, it seems like overall the, the the audience out there that drinks this isn't really all that fond of it because like a good score, but like. When you think about stouts, they tend to score higher, I feel like, on Untapped and, and all the social media spots. And, like, 3.4 is, like, what you'd expect, like, a crappy flagship blogger, <laughs> not, like, a novelty-flavored stout. So I, I think that's, like, a sign that 
people really don't like the flavor of this all that much. But I, I think maybe we're biased because I think we kind of are prone to kind of like those like old kind of hard root beer kind of flavors. I, I just think they're kind of it's it's fun to sip on. Um, I think it's not there's a, one that I, I don't know if you're like Tailspin, I think makes one. Just like a they hard do root a, beer, or are you just talking like kind yeah. of a sarsaparilla beverage or kind of base? They have a hard root beer, but they also oh, make like a gin cocktail as well. But I remember when I used to deliver liquor to liquor stores, I remember that used to be, and I was like, oh, this has more of like an old school root beer taste that wasn't bad. It was a little sweeter with the bitterness. Oh, cool. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the uh, hard root beers I've had have just tasted like you know, mugger barks with like a shot of alcohol added. Like they just kind of taste like a pop in to mix. No, this one doesn't. It's like an old school root beer. Yeah. Like it's composed. Well, like this could very well just been like a, a pop. And I was expecting a pop with like a vanilla, like a vanilla Coke kind of beverage. And it's not Mm -hmm. that at all. It's just like a, it's like they really tried to kind of recreate a root beer in a traditional manner. And they added like a little bit of vanilla and it's like a, it's an interesting taste, but it's not one that I think the audience is really um, will gra- or gravitate to that extent. But it, I, I think flavor wise, it's one that we're actually not that negative on. So kind of, kind of fun there. So, um, man, this was an interesting episode. Some weird, we, you know, the first, this one, is we not were, what I expected. The first one, we were like, that first beer is going to kill. And that didn't at all. You know, it flopped on its face. And uh, the flavors were very interesting. Um, we weren't bombarded with like a very sugary sweet stout. I feel like we've we've done stout episodes in the past where that were very sweet stouts that we were like lip smacking, you know, sugar overload. These ones are like, you know, very, the flavors were, weren't as pronounced. Oh, the last one, although different, it was a very um, well-composed beverage. But uh, yeah, the scores are a bit lower, but... I, I mean, we didn't dislike them all, all that much. I mean, I gave all these beers more than a seven, so I didn't dislike them, but nothing that nothing that really blew me away. There's nothing that I was it like... It was drinkable. I, yeah, nothing here that I'm like, I'm going to buy this again if I see it. I was kind of like, these were all kind of like, I would drink them as like a one-off or, you know, if I had them, I would drink them, but I wouldn't like seek them out again by any means. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Like fuck this, <laughs> fuck not fuck this, but I was like, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be better. Yeah, I think you know. Look, we've had we've had a string of some recent beers that we've been like really positive on. Like I think last episode we were like, uh, we had like a pretty good run of of uh, those new level ones. We were like, fuck it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> Electric Reaper. Like this is phenomenal. Like we were like, that was a great IPA. I think all the beers There's got like. Of- all of them got like an eight or nine or something like that. We had no, the Electric Reaper got like, I think a nine average. Like it had like a lowest score yeah. was like a nine. We were like, this is fucking phenomenal. We were just like, so we're that's coming really off that beer. with uh, <laughs> the one that's where we're not as high on. But nonetheless, scores are in. Where do we fall? The Milk Chocolate Stout. That's by Brock Street Brewing Company. I gave it a seven on the nose. Tom gave it a 6.7. That means it falls as a 6.85. So decent. But for a stout, pretty low by our standards. Probably one of the lower stout scores we've given, I gotta say. Um, Ice Cutter, I gave it a 7.7. Tom gave it a 7.2, which means it's a 7.45. Falls as an average one. And for the Root Beer Float Stout, I gave it a 7.2. Tom gave it a 7 on the nose, so it's a 7.1. Which means the ice cutter 
Vanilla Latte Stout is the winner. Good. Followed in second place by the Root Beer Float Stout. And last is the Milk Chocolate Stout. Oh, I was dead wrong on that beer. So the highest score today is a 7.45. So like not bad, but we're, we're like, uh, this is like we're we're grinding it out. We're like the enforcer in the corners, shaping the puck away, doing the dirty battles, and we're nothing sexy is going on. We're just like, this was the best. It was like, we're like, yeah, we, we like it enough, but we're not like blown away by it. Um, so we really gritted it out this episode. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the ice cutter was very pleasant drinking experience. It was kind of like the first beer, but better. Um, this, and the last beer, you know, as a root beer stout, as a kind of traditional root beer beverage was kind of fun, um, but nothing crazy. And then the milk chocolate stout, we liked enough, but it was the first beer and it didn't blow us away. It was kind of plain. So, nope. Yeah. So would I recommend oh. all these? Um, maybe some of them. I think the ice cutter, if you like, if you like your kind of vanilla latte coffee beers, I think I could see the appeal to that one. If you like root beer a lot, maybe especially if you like kind of like traditional root beer sarsaparilla beverages. If you like Kronk, like if you love Kronk and you're like, where's Kronk? I need more Kronk. Try uh, this uh, root beer float stout. It might, you know, kind of fit your palate as a little bit more of like a more approachable kind of contemporary kind of beverage. But um, and the milk chocolate stout, if you like milk, milk based lactose stouts, probably worth checking out. But it's not our favorite by any means. So. Yeah. Boring. These were not the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Well, not boring. I'm just just let down a little. Yeah. Like brown cow smokes these ones. There's a lot of other stuff that's like yeah, take done this the, away. What's the one the Vietnamese coffee stuff? Like coffee stuff. Man, that's by 88 Brewery. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, that one smokes. I mean, one. there's other stouts that you can try that are better. Yeah. Not saying that these are bad and try to discredit these, but like, yeah, will on. I still drink these after the episode? Yes, I still have a little bit left. I'm gonna finish I mean, them. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, like, are they good laundry beers? I'd say probably so. I said the root beer one's a pretty good laundry beer. Take a sip. After all, why shouldn't I? <laughs> So that's it for this episode. What's coming up next on Domestic Pines Only? Uh, well, we got another lineup coming soon. I've sent out a lineup. A logger episode coming up. Yeah, we're going to be doing a craft locker. It's been a while since we've done a craft locker episode, so I'm very excited we'll be doing one of those. I got a lineup from a brewery in Toronto, Tom's Way. I've never had them before, but the cans look very fun. They're kind of like old school 70s domestic looking cans. They look really like uh, I don't know, like dad beer cans. Like I think they look really cool. So um, I'm interested to try them out and uh, probably we'll do maybe a seltzer episode at some point. I would be down to do a seltzer because I've, I, my drinkable beers have really kind of fallen to the wayside. So I need uh, some extra stock. So wouldn't mind buying a case of something. So maybe we could uh, do a case of, I, I do know there's new co cottage spring. Uh, they have like a, I think a oh. tequila mix. It's like their box with all their tequila some of the flavors so Ooh, that could okay. be uh i think we we did a bunch of like um we did kind of a run of like uh uh cottage spring like seltzers kind of like late it was like late april before the summer because we just had like we were still doing the one episode a week and it's like how the fuck are we gonna like do all <laughs> we, we we didn't have enough stock it's like ah fuck we'll just do pick up a box of whatever so we did a bunch around that time so I feel like, you know, the snow is melting. You're kind of in weird purgatory land. It's not too hot, not too cold. Have a seltzer. So that could be a good time to do them. 
you know, people otherwise people drink them in the summer, not us. We drink them in April twentieth. That's when we drink them. Wait, what? That's four twenty. Yeah. It's for it's also Hitler's birthday. It's also it's also Columbine. A lot of things that day. It's wild. Yeah, a lot, a lot of yeah, very wild. But uh, yeah, that's about a it. We have no, nothing else to say. We got more shit coming. Who knows? Uh, we should probably get uh, Andrew and Grant back on at some point. Should get, get her, someone. Uh, yeah, get someone. Yeah, I, I I talk to people. They're like, yeah, I want to come on. Uh, we had Curtis recently, which yeah. was really fun. So, um, everyone says they want to come on until they actually come on. <laughs> until they actually realize they're getting, they got to crush three beers on a Saturday Whoa. afternoon. We're built different. I'm used to it, John. I'm used We're built to it. different. Built different. You know, you know I, I can do this Crushing episode and go, you know, I can go do some laundry, you know, I can go clean my living room, you know, I'm, I'm built different. Just... Oh, speaking of that, I got to do that. Yeah, it's, uh, gotta, I got to tidy up the living room, you know. Uh, We've been, I've been moving tidy... some plants around. I have a plant that dropped a bunch 12 of 12-second tidy time. All, all over the place. And I've made space for it back on our shelf, but... I made a mess. There's there's dead leaves everywhere, so I gotta just sweep them up. I'm like, oh, it's dead leaves. I don't give a shit. I'm like, whatever. Not a big problem. But when you got company coming over, I don't want to look like I'm living in a fucking dead leaf land. So I gotta gotta sweep them up or vacuum them up. But I can just sweep uh, them. vacuum. Use the old broom. No analog. analog. Yeah. I just feel the broom doesn't get it all. In less than two months, you and I will be in Winnipeg. Oh, that's right, John. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I, I gotta buy On Easter the, weekend. <laughs> I have to buy our sense tickets. Hell yeah. Or should I say Jets tickets? The Sennies are looking some. pretty good recently, so I'm not feeling good. Although the, say the, that now. the Jets did just trade for Monahan, so you know they're on the up too. Yeah. Everyone's just keep. I hear on the radio, Oilers, whatever streak that they're on. Oh yeah, I think if they come once they come back from the All Star break, they have a chance to like push for Break like what, 14 wins, 15 wins. I don't know what the record. No, is. it's, it's six. Like they got 16 in a row right now. Oh, oh, 16. Well, what's the record? Like 20 something? I think like uh, didn't a team set that a few years ago? I feel like yeah. I know way back when the Flyers had it. The Flyers it was like like 16 to 20 or something like that, but. I mean, the Oilers are looking pretty good. They're winning games. Just, just, and the Kings are on the 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 down slope. The Kings are sucking. Yep, yeah, I like coach. seeing that. Yeah. Fuck L.A. Fuck the King, Anaheim. The Kings just fired Fuck their coach. California hockey. Yeah, I know. Fuck California hockey. Everyone's like, oh, I want to see the fucking Golden Knights win the cup again. I'm like, you're just like, don't. You're not a real fan. Like. Well, Golden Knights are in Nevada, which I can accept. But, like, I'm just like, at this point, a Canadian team has to win the Stanley Cup. It's got to be Edmonton or Vancouver or Winnipeg or Toronto. <laughs> at this point, it's ridiculous. No. For 30 years. Anyone. Anyone but fucking Toronto. But but the, Toronto now is now the team that has the longest drought. It's been, what, 50, 60 years? Good. They've... I hope it fucking continues. Hope if they fucking never even see the light of day of a Stanley Cup Finals. Wow, I appreciate that haters' mindset. Gotta say, 
No, I'm sick of that. We grew <laughs> up in Ottawa, John, where we were fucking berated by fucking Leafs fans. I, I agree, like, but like, the, I, I, hate the Leafs when, I hate the Leafs when the Sens are good, but like the Leafs and the Sens have not had no reason to be competitive for like seven years. So like I don't the Sens are bad now. I'm just like I don't, I don't have I don't care. Like I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose my shit because of Austin Matthews. I just I can't do it. The rivalry used to mean something when they play in the playoffs every year. It meant something. It means nothing now. I'm like, I don't give a shit. And that and that game when Austin Matthews scored four goals, his rookie game. Guess which team won that game? It was Ottawa. They beat them in overtime. So, fun fact. I'm saying, I yeah. that team I fucking could spit on. The funny thing is now, you know who's the bigger rival for Ottawa now? It's the Red Wings because their fans are insufferable online. Huh. Being online, the Red Wings fans are douchebags. They're terrible. They're Jesus whining Christ. about Stutzla tr- diving when he got tripped up, and it just they're insufferable. The Red Wings fans are just. I feel like at this point, Ottawa fans hate Red Wings fans more than they hate Leafs fans. I feel like that's actually the point we're at. There was now. a poll apparently about which team hated the mo- hated the other team the yeah. most. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, I compared them all. It was like who are your biggest rival or like. Yeah, rivals, and it was like the three teams each team, and the Leafs were the one that had the most hate. It was like because some teams yeah. it's like they're their biggest rival, like Montreal. It's like who do you hate the most? Like Boston, Toronto is like the top one. Boston, Toronto, or like Ottawa, it's Again, like Toronto, but... top two, obviously. And then it's like most, but Toronto had the most because other teams like Toronto was like third, or they just don't like Toronto, just straight up. So like Vancouver, fans don't like the Toronto. Kings were on there a lot. Oh, and yeah. Toronto was on there the most. People don't like the but Kings I remember either. it was like because Anaheim doesn't like the Kings, you know, like Vegas doesn't like the Kings, uh San Jose doesn't like the Kings because state rivals. I'd probably Colorado doesn't like the Kings either. Chicago doesn't like the Kings, probably. Like you got like a bunch of like teams that are like fuck the Kings. So I would go see a Kings oh, game. It's on my list. I will have to go there. Do you know who ruined the LA Kings for me? Was Jeff Carter. Jeffrey Carter. I him could and, uh, not stand him. I could dry, not dry island. stand. <laughs> Jeff Carter's wife, though, smoking hot. Well, Jeff Carter, is he still at Pittsburgh? Because he went there. He got traded to Pittsburgh, or he signed there. I yeah. don't remember, but um, still still playing hockey. I think he's old. I think he's got to be like th- almost 40 now. It's got to be. Fuck, I remember him as a kid. Because I think he was from the 2003 draft class, maybe around that time. I think Mike. Yeah, so he's playing twenty years. He's got to yeah. be thirty-eight at least. Well, kind of cool is that the NHL announced that they're going to be back for the Olympics in twenty twenty-six and in twenty seventy-nine, twenty thirty. Oh, so they're not allowed to play now? Yeah, they said officially twenty. They're gonna they're gonna support NHL players twenty twenty-six, twenty thirty. I didn't like no that. They're like, oh no, NHL players can't be in the Olympics. I'm like, oh, it's bullshit. It's like there hasn't been a best on best tournament. In like eight years, it's crazy. It was like since 2016 when they did that gimmick, the World Cup or whatever. It's it's been that long. Otherwise, it's just the World Championships, which isn't the best on best because usually teams are in the playoffs. So, you know, like Connor McDavid isn't playing in like in the World Championship, right? Like most years, you know, or Austin Matthews or anything uh, like that. So, it's gonna actually be awesome like luck, best yeah. on best hockey, which will be fun. Except Canada has like no goalie, so they gotta figure that shit out because. They don't figure that yeah. out. They're gonna lose to, to probably to Team USA. So it's looking yeah. bad. 
America has like the three best goalies in the league, so it's like, oh, it's wild. They got Connor Hellebuck. I remember when, like, I used to say, Demko. If you weren't out of Quebec, you weren't a good goalie. Yeah, for the longest time, Quebec produced the best goalies. Yeah, Luongo Quebec from Quebec. Was probably the last great Marty Quebec Broderker. goalie was Luongo, probably. There's a lot. There were so many. Carey Price. Well, Carey Price was from BC. He was a he was a Western Conference. Yeah. He was a Western uh, Hockey League goalie. Uh, I still he, consider him a Quebec goalie. Well, he played in Montreal, but he played. Well, he played. Uh, yeah, he played a uh, Western Hockey League with Kamloops, I think, and then he played with the Hamilton Bulldogs. He won the Memorial Cup. I do remember that back when the Hamilton Bulldogs played in the AHL. I think now they're an Ameri- uh, Ontario Hockey League team, but uh, uh, yeah, back in the day. But uh, yeah, on, Canada doesn't produce good goalies anymore. It's been like that for a few years now. Who's the best Canadian goalie? It's like, I don't ever? even know, man. Like Tristan ever? Jari? I don't know. Well, not or ever. Current. I mean, like right now. I mean, current. Oh. It's pretty grim. It's like Tristan Jari. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. All, a lot of them are either European or American. It's like, you look at the best goalies, like Thatcher Demko, American. Edinger, American. It's like uh, uh, Igor Shesterkin, Russian. UC Saros, Finnish. Wild times it's out there, yeah. Very wild. Oh. But uh, anyhow, to conclude this episode, John, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, hockey. <laughs> my my hockey talk for ten minutes. Uh, yeah, let's let's close this out. I don't think the audience cares about Canadian. As I like to say, watch the Sea Truck Movie Podcast. John talks about some pretty interesting movies and fun facts, and you get to review stuff that they watched recently. Uh, yeah, we did. I think tomorrow we're doing Body of Lies, the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe kind of like a CIA intelligence movie by Ridley Scott. Yeah, we'll be doing that. And then next week we're going to be doing Halloween Resurrection. So Ooh. we should off the classic Halloweens with Busta Rhymes. The bus of bus. Oh, thank God. <laughs> No, I'm just looking at tickets right now. Oh, for the uh, for the Jets game. Yeah, I want good. I want good seats. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do fucking good seats. Well, that's fucking bullshit. Canadian hockey. I don't know. Like hockey tickets now are fucking outrageous. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Like I'm looking at because I my fam my family wants to go to a like a Habs game, and I'm I've become the person to like buy the tickets for everybody. And I'm like, Fuck. I'm looking. I'm looking at the 300s, and it's like close to a hundred dollars i'm like okay yeah like three hundreds are fucking a hundred dollars yeah i like, like, well, top like bar. i'm being pushed it's like you gotta buy the mace app i'm like well, okay well if i'm buying for eight people that's like gonna be over eight hundred dollars so like i need like at least three people to have their e-transfers at the ready because like i'm not gonna take a fucking eight hundred dollar fucking hit and be pleading to people to pay me back you gotta have your shit ready to go i'm buying these tickets so but yeah, no. but yeah, we should. We like, should do- I remember once seeing I have the second bowl of the now Canadian Tire Center. I remember like paying a hundred dollars for that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this ticket was like a hundred. I I stapled it to my wall because I was like, I couldn't believe a ticket was a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's like cheap now for like a two hundreds or something. 
Uh, some some yeah, some games are a hundred for two hundred. It's like if it's like against like Tampa or something, it's like or I guess probably not Tampa. It's like if it's against like uh Phoenix, it's like, oh, you know, hundred bucks. But if it's against like Toronto, it's gonna be probably for sure two hundred dollars. So but yeah, let's get some good tickets. Jets, Sens, the two top teams in the league. Let's go. Yeah. Free game, do some breweries, you know. DPO live could be in the works. Oh, it's going to happen, John. I'm just glad that the things I want to do on Friday are open because I want to go to the Cinematheque and it's it actually should be open based on prior history of, of Good Friday. Usually movie theaters are open. So that was, I, I was like, oh, yeah, tickets are so expensive to fly down. I'm like, oh, it's because it's fucking holidays. That's why. Oh, the good thing is I don't have to book off Friday because it's a holiday. So. Yeah, next vacation. I mean, I could have came, but it's I mean, very cause unlikely. Usually, oh, because usually, usually I work those days. <laughs> yeah, or I would say otherwise. If it's vacation day, usually it's you don't plan anything. It's just like I'm at home, you know. So to actually spend a vacation on an actual vacation, it means I can I have a day that I can use for whatever I want. So, so we'll see. I might even take off Monday. We'll see. Who knows? The week is young. The week is young. Or I would take off the Monday if it was Super Bowl. Uh, if the Rams were playing, I'd take off the Monday, I think. A celebration. John, do you have any concern about sitting behind the net? Uh, I don't care. You don't care? Cool. Because no. that's where we're sitting. <laughs> Damn it, we're sitting right there. I got good seats. Nice. We're behind the net, though. Hell yeah. Kinda. We're going to be on TV. We're going to be like celebrities. I'm going to fucking take my shirt off. Yeah. I'm going to tell my uh, fans to keep an eye out. I'll bring like a DPO sign or something, like at DPO. Like, eh. Yeah, get the logo out. out. It's like, yeah, get the brand out there. The brand is strong. The brand is so strong. It's mighty. <laughs> we're just we're wearing costumes. We're dressed up as beers. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter! <laughs> All right, I guess we should probably end this episode because uh, we got nothing left in the tank. We're just uh, we're done. As I was going to say, about always drink responsibly. Always know your limit and drink and drive. Don't drive under the influence. You can talk to, uh, you can email us at, at domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at domesticpintsonly. And remember, you can stay classy. Folks, take care. We'll see you again soon. Probably next week. Who knows? Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.